future. So <clears throat> I showed you that particular video of Dan Gilbert because I want to illustrate a really important point for you guys. As you guys are all headed, next one get the door in the back too, please. Thanks. As you guys are all headed closer and closer to graduation, some of you guys actually are going to be graduating in a few weeks. I want to illustrate a really important point to you uh, that is probably, when I heard it from Dr. Sid, one of the most profound things I'd ever heard. And that is this statement here, that you care so much that you don't care at all. And I know that sounds like a very obtuse saying from the Tao Te Ching or something like that, but I'm telling you in reality, it is a really important statement for you to understand. And I'm going to give you a great illustration that literally just happened this week. So uh, last week, a new patient came into the office, and um, she was, uh, her experience with chiropractic in the past, she says, oh, you know, I've been to chiropractic all my life, and, uh, you know, if you just leave it at that, you think that you have, like, this awesome potential chiropractic patient. But if you query and say, well, what do you mean by you've been to chiropractic all your life, what does he think she said? Yeah, when it hurts, I've gone to the chiropractor, and, you know, I said, so how often did, would you go at that time? And she said, oh, I, you know, I'd go a couple visits, and then i feel better. And I said, then when would you go back? Oh, you know, a year or two after it would hurt again, and I would go back. So even though she had gone all her life, uh, she didn't quite get what chiropractic really was. So her whole experience has been, like, a visit here, two visits there, three visits here, two visits there. Uh, so even though I do appreciate that someone has at least been a chiropractic patron, over the last like 25 years, but she really hasn't been a great patient, um, a great practice member. So she came in last week, uh, we did her, her exam and did her x-rays, and when she came in for her report on Monday, I showed her her x-rays, which were a wreck. I mean, this woman was a wreck. Reverse cervical curve, scoliosis, degeneration, stuff that she never even dawned on her, because no chiropractor never bothered taking x-rays before. So, and that's why the x-rays are so important. It's such a great tool for me to see what's going on and to educate the patient as well. So, you know, I, I told her about chiropractic, and I said the way chiropractic works in this office is the same way that braces work on teeth, which is my favorite analogy to explain chiropractic. And this is what I have everybody do. I say, did you wear braces as a kid? And invariably now, everybody says yes. Uh, and then I say, okay, so um, how long do you wear braces for? And what do they usually answer? A couple of years. Right. And I say, all right, so if you wore it for a couple of years, let's say you went to the orthodontist when you were 16 and you had to get braces, and you said, I don't want to wear them for two years, I just want to wear them for a week or two, what would that orthodontist have said to you? No way. And I, and I say, why would they have said that? And, and I literally keep on going until I get the right answer. And why wouldn't it work? Not enough time. That is exactly what I keep on going, Jacob, until they say, not enough time. I will ask and ask and go around and go around until they say, there's not enough time. And I say, exactly. There's not enough time. And it usually doesn't take that long for them to get there. It usually takes one or two prodding uh, to get them there. I said, there's not enough time. So that's why in the beginning of care, we need to see more often. And then as time goes on, we see you less and less and less. And right here, you can see her whole face is like, you know, her whole body, like the arms went up like this, and the face kind of contorted. And I was like, I knew that I was headed into some rocky road, but that's okay. Because of this. 
I care so much that I don't care at all. Like, I, I care so much about her, I don't care what her thoughts are. I'm not interested in her emotions or her reactions or whether or not this is something she wants to buy into. That's not my goal. My goal is I give them the best, and then they decide what they want. It's not up to me. I can't make her decide, right? So I kept on going. I said, that's why in the beginning of care, we'll see you two times a week for several months, and then we'll go to once a week for several months, and then we'll do maintenance care after that. That's my, my care plan. And I said, just letting you know, your insurance does not cover this particular uh, stuff. We call it your insurance, and uh, you know this particular insurance plan, you have an HMO plan, it doesn't cover anything out of network, um, so and we're only out of network for everybody. So, you know, you'll have to use our cash plan, which is our preferred calculated doctor plan. I explained to her how that worked. Now she is really like this, <laughs> because what was she expecting? Insurance. So what was she expecting with the insurance? Yeah. So you pay like five bucks. You know, come. I pay like ten dollars total, and then I'd be done. So she said, how much does this care plan cost? So I explained to her how much it cost. And she's like, oh my god, I can't afford that. And I said, because you know, I, I let map out the whole care plan and we do it per month. And she said, I can't afford that monthly. And I said, okay, well, if you can't come twice a week, we can change it to once a week, but it'll take a whole lot longer. It'll take like six, eight, ten months to do the same thing, but we can do it at once a week. But I'd rather do it, I'd rather, I'd like, rather do it twice a week, you know, because way we get the process started. Just like braces on teeth, it's certainly better in the beginning to kind of ramp it up and then slowly kind of wean it down. And she's like, you know, you can see her just getting more and more upset. And she's like, I can't do any of this. And she said, I really need the care because I know how messed up I am. You just showed me, and I can't believe how messed up I am, but I can't do any of this. So I said, okay, well, you know, it's up to you as to how you want to decide. What do you want to do? And she said, I think I have to talk to my husband. I said, okay. So I got up, I shook her hand, I said, you know, I wrote down the information, I gave it all to her. I said, go home, talk to your husband, and then, you know, give me a call whenever you're ready to get started. I said, but no matter what, you've got to do something. I don't care if it's this office or some other office. You want to go to some other office, use your insurance, totally fine, I completely understand it. But you've got to do something. Something has to be done. Because you can't leave your spine like this. Because it's going to be a, a real big problem if you don't take care of it now. So she walks out of the office, and... She does not make another appointment. And my CA was like, well, you know, why didn't she make another appointment? I said, well, you know, she wasn't ready to make a commitment. And that's totally fine because I care so much that I don't care at all. Like if she wants to, she wants to commit to care, that's great. If she doesn't want to commit to care, that's great. I gave her an education. I explained to her what chiropractic is. I'm not watering it down. I'm giving it the way it's supposed to be given. And this is her choice as to what to do. She shows up yesterday, walks in without an appointment. She says, I'd like to pay for the whole month, and I want to you know, see the whole thing through. And why is that? And yeah, it's really awesome, but why is that? Because you didn't pressure her. Because I didn't pressure her. I didn't say, what are you, stupid? Wait, maybe I should show you x-rays again. <laughs> maybe you didn't hear me when I was saying how subluxated you were and how messed up you were. Maybe you didn't get it, right? And, and maybe I have to explain this a little bit harder. And, or I could have done the other way around. I could have backed away and said, okay, 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 you want to just pay $10 adjustment? That's fine. That's fine. Just whatever you want. I could be Monty Hall chiropractic. Whatever you want is totally good. Anything you want is, is fine with me. So you just want to pay per visit? That's fine. Everything's fine. It's totally fine. Right? I stood my ground. And not that I'm any kind of hero, right? 
I'm, I'm no hero. I'm no, I'm no different than any of you guys. But I stood my ground. I said, this is the way it is. This is the way we have to do it. And that's it. So the choice is you either pay two times a week or you pay once a week. You pay it monthly and that's it. And that came from this thought process that I care so much that I don't care at all. Because if she came under care or she didn't come under care, it's not my problem. And it's not my job. I can't convince her. I can't browbeat her. You know, I could probably have made her start coming by either saying, okay, whatever you want, you pay just $10 and she would come for two visits and then stop and then I would, all I got was, I wouldn't have educated her at all. And everything I just said was for naught. The whole talk about the braces on the teeth and the spine, the subluxation, the generation, you know, lifetime, blah, blah, blah. That was all for naught. So that's not the point, right? Or it could have made her saying, what are you stupid? And it could have made her start crying and feel bad about herself. And oh my God, I can't believe this. And then she could have started, but then she got, felt awful because she didn't talk to her husband. And then she wouldn't have started care. And then who cares? Right? So the whole idea is you have to get so involved and you have to care so much about what you're doing that you don't care. And, and you need to start that now. You need to start that right now. That you don't have to get, like, you don't have to get, like, Understand, you are not the people making the healing. You are not the people making their decisions. You really have very little to do with any of this. All you are is their guide and their teacher and their coach. That's really all you are. And we have to stop putting <coughs> so much pressure on ourselves that it's my adjustment that's going to work, as if it's your adjustment that's really doing anything except for moving a bone a little bit. It's their body that's doing all the work. right? So we get so caught up in me, 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 that we forget that it's about them, 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 them. And you need to shift your mindset, especially now you're, you're leaving school. Because right now in school, it's always like this. I take a test. I mean, I, do, I study hard. I take a test. I do good. I study hard. I take a test. I do good. I, 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 I. All, every, the whole school experience is about you. It's a very me, me, me centered thing. That had better change when you get out of school. You better, you better 180 it. Because this has nothing to do with you anymore. Right? This is to do with them. You want to build a big practice, a successful practice, you better get out of the me, me, me mindset. This is not about your numbers and your patients and how many visits and how many x-rays and how many physicals and what grade you're going to get. This has nothing to do with that. From now on, when you guys graduate, and even when you're in your peak offices, it's not about that anymore. When, it's, when you're in your peak offices and when you graduate and you're out in your own practices, it's now about servants. You are now a servant. And my job as a servant is to give, love, and serve and give them the best I possibly can and whatever happens, happens, and I have no control over that. The only control I think I have is what? What I give them. That's the only thing I control. I can control what message I deliver to them, I am in control of. How they respond to that message, I have zero control. How the body responds to this message, my adjustment, I have no control over. But I know I can give them love. I know I can give them you know, the best adjustment I possibly can. I know I can give them total attention but I don't know how the body's going to respond, and I don't know how they're going to respond, you know, emotionally, to the whole thing. But if you learn this, and seriously, just write this thing down and embed that in your brain. This is so huge, what Dr. Sid said. That you care so much that you don't care at all, then now you become someone who is very attractive. Like, like it's very attractive to someone when they're in front of someone who's strong. Someone who oscillates and is weak is like, you know, okay, you have to do it this way, right? There's braces on teeth, you have to do it two times a week, you have to do it this way, but then whatever you want to do is fine. Well, then which one is it? So people are attracted to people who are strong and standing your ground. 
So when you stand your ground and you're strong in your convictions, but you're not mean, like I wasn't harsh about it, I wasn't a jerk. I said, this is what it is. This is what we do. There's only one way that we do it. This is the way. So I wanted to show that, share that with you because I think it's so important as you guys are reaching the moment that you are going to graduate in the end of this quarter or in a few quarters or so. You need to shift that mindset, that student mindset, which is all about me, and take it all about them. So the whole focus becomes about them, 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 them. And it's not that you don't get anything in return, right? Because the more them, the more you get back in return, right? So you can't say, well, I can't cut myself off because then I don't get anything. Yes, you do. You receive unbelievable because the more you give, the more you receive. But you have to be able to, you get, the first thing is the what? It's the giving. Right? It's not the receiving, it's the giving. And now you need to shift that. You have to get out of the mindset of where you are now to become from, because right now you're really a receiver. <clears throat> you're just sitting there receiving, receiving, receiving like this. You have to shift that and become giver, 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 giver. All right? Did you have a question, then? No. Oh, was there a question? No, I thought there was. Okay, cool. <clears throat>